Hi, this is Leah Dudgeon and welcome to Life Take Two. Today, I will share with you tips on how to blend well if you're a new immigrant. Listen in. My greeting is not for the weak of heart. It is for those who can thrive in a new country and adapt to a new way of life. In the past episode, I shared tips on what to do before you move abroad or before you even decide. So, you've taken the bold move and you have migrated. A new country can be very exciting, but it can be very stressful too. For example, when I just moved to the U.S., I didn't even know how to take the bus. So, a friend had to do it with me. Everything was new and unfamiliar. I also had to learn how to pump my own gasoline. In the Philippines, gasoline stations are full service. We have gasoline boys or attendants who will not just pump the gasoline for us, but they also clean your windshield and put air in your tires. Oh my gosh, that is one of the things I really missed when I was new here in the United States. And it was one of the things that really gave me so much stress. So, for a few months after I got my car, my husband had to put gas in my car. And when he was traveling because of work, my friends had to do it for me. Doesn't sound like a big deal, right? But believe me, it is. You want to make this migration move succeed. So, the faster you can adapt, the better chances for your success, especially in the workplace. Why am I saying this, my friends? In a new country, it is important to blend well. In other words, you want to feel and sound local. This is very important when you're looking for a job. Employers don't want to hire the new kid in town who appears and sounds too new, or in the Philippines, what we call bagito. I'll give you an example. In my first job as a marketer in LA, I had a difficult time convincing my boss to send me out as a field marketer and solicit my own accounts. I wanted to have my own accounts because that meant more money because of the commissions. But he knew I didn't know to go around and he felt I will just waste his time and money. And he was right. I didn't even know the local geography. What are the counties in Southern California? What cities are in each county? Or what is even a county? So, I have several tips for newbies out there. My first tip, learn your way around. Be mobile and independent. If you are new, maybe for a while, your family or friends can take you around. My friends drove me to my job interviews, but you cannot impose on them forever. So, learn to take the bus, train, and eventually, of course, the goal is to learn how to drive around by yourself. This should be priority. In the first two weeks, I asked a friend to take the bus with me from Orange County to LA. That meant getting the bus ticket, reading the bus route, what bus number to take, getting the bus app on my phone, so I can monitor the bus and not miss it. I did this for almost a year. Eventually, I got my car. Again, I had to learn with a friend. 
I drove my car in the Philippines, but I was so scared to drive here in the United States because I didn't know my way around. So, for several days, my husband hired a friend to drive around with me until I got comfortable. I have a friend who's also a new immigrant, and this is what's stopping her from getting a job. She doesn't know how to drive around. She doesn't know how to commute. So that's the reason why being mobile and independent is so important. Number two tip, relearn English. Have you ever heard this comment when a relative comes home to the Philippines as a balikbayan? Two years pa lang sa States, sobra naman slang na ang arte-arte. Filipinos speak good English, but the English we know is English from school. It is good because it is grammatically correct. But to assimilate well, we need to speak English the way native speakers or real Americans speak it or they won't understand. That's the reason why we need to sound the way they do and a lot of Filipinos think that's just being maarte. There are some things I did to improve the way I speak English. One, I listened to podcasts and paid more attention to how words were said, even words I already knew. To this day, I still ask my husband and even Alexa how to pronounce words. I want to learn how Americans say it. We Filipinos are trained to pronounce every letter when we read or speak. We are like the Hispanics, and we put strong emphasis on letters. In the United States, if you listen carefully, native English speakers usually omit certain letters. They also pronounce a lot of words differently from how we do it. For example, Filipinos will say, Robitocin. They won't understand what you're saying. My husband will say, Robitocin. Next tip. Watch the local and national news. Be aware what's going on. I am surprised when I go to Filipino homes and I still see them watching Filipino news on TFC or the Filipino channel. I know we miss home and that is our comfort place. But not knowing what's going on in the United States can sometimes make you look and feel out of place. Next tip, learn the taboos. Make sure you know what is and isn't acceptable. In a culturally diverse country like the United States, we need to be extra careful. I had a very embarrassing experience. One time, I told one of the paralegals that I liked her chinky eyes. I didn't realize that the word chinky as well as oriental are considered derogatory or offensive. We Filipinos are not particularly sensitive about racial issues. I wrote about this in my blog that we use color to describe and not to demean or offend. Example, I told my husband when we go to the Philippines, they will refer to you as puti or kano, meaning white or the slang for American. You can't do that here. Next tip. Don't always stick with the familiar. I'm not saying forget the Filipino culture, but we need to embrace our new culture. Don't just go to Jollibee or Red Ribbon 
or other Filipino restaurants. Embrace the new culture and create new traditions such as Thanksgiving, Super Bowl weekend, 4th of July, and try all the different menus for each occasion. You know why this is important? It will be difficult to join conversations at work with your American friends if you don't understand their ways. You'll never get the inside jokes and sometimes that's awkward. Next tip, learn to live with the seasons. This was my major challenge on my first winter. I didn't have a car yet and I had to walk to the bus station early winter mornings and wait to catch the bus at night when it is so cold. At first, I felt so miserable. So I kept googling the topic, how to cope with cold weather, tips on what to wear, layering of clothes, and one time I came across this quotation, there is no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothes. So it inspired me and it gave me comfort. I invested in nice and warm coats. I got long boots, tights, scarves, mufflers, mittens, and undershirts. Everything and anything to keep me warm. When I walked to the bus stop on cold winter mornings, I used pocket rice pillows from Daiso. This I heated in the microwave before I left home, and I'd put this inside my coat pockets to keep me nice and warm. Living with the seasons is not just winter, though. In another episode, I will talk about enjoying the four seasons. Next tip, make new friends outside the Filipino group. This is the best way to assimilate. This is the best way to learn the culture, learn new things, speak the language, the way they speak it. I have Filipino friends who've been here a long time and they kept the same circle of friends never expanded or never made friends outside of the Filipino circle. They eat the same food, go to the same restaurants for a long time. What a waste of opportunity to meet new friends. How about you? What challenges are you facing if you are a new immigrant here in the United States? Or if you've been here for a long time, what tips can you share? I would love to hear from you. In the next episode, I will share tips on how to do well in the workplace as a new immigrant. In the meantime, this is Leia and thanks for listening.